the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. Welcome to the Michael Savage podcast. Today, we're going to change gears. It's not really political. It's medical. But this is a very political medical issue, which is the water you drink. And I'm talking about fluoride in the water, something I've been concerned about for decades. And my friends in the medical profession who know what's going on also refuse to drink fluoridated water. They haven't. And very few people know what fluoride is, why it was put in water, why it remains in water and what it does to the body. Took us a long while to find an expert on the subject, Dr. Griffin Cole, DDS, University of Texas Health Center, Health Science Center. And Dr. Cole and I will talk about this subject right now. Michael Savage, a host like no other. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. My dentist and I went to see Dr. Winston B. Prothrow, city and county health officer. We asked him some questions. Is fluoridation safe? In my opinion, he answered, it is completely safe. Dr. Cole, welcome to the program. When was water originally fluoridated and why? So 1945 is when Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, was supposed to begin a 15-year study on adding fluoride to the water. And after only five years, in comparing to Muskegon, they, they said, well, I think we have enough evidence, so let's just let's Let's go with this. And that bandwagon just began rolling after that. And it was put in the water for what purpose? So they claimed to help fight tooth decay, to right. actually lessen the cause of tooth decay. Uh-huh. That was the reason. And, does and it? listen, does I, it? I, <laughs> well, we probably shouldn't get into that, but, uh, but I can if you like. Um, let's just say that, they, uh, that that's what they told us, that, that this was going to help uh, children actually develop less cavities. And so that's why they added. To well, they put it in toothpaste. It, you remember, they used to advertise it very heavily in the 50s, 60s, fluoridated toothpaste. Oh, great. So it prevents enamel from breaking down. Um, yeah. I haven't used toothpaste in 50 years. I won't use it. I don't use any toothpaste. It's not necessary. I brush with a brush and <laughs> with with a mouthwash, by yeah, the way. It's fine. <laughs> that's all I use. So I don't know what I need toothpaste for. It's full of chemicals. But Dr. Cole, this is a very serious matter because I, I live in an area which has lake water. There's like lakes above here and it's beautiful water. And I got it print out. It took me a long while from the 
water district to actually see what's in the water. We have very pure lake water, except it has fluoride in it. And which is why I rarely drink it. I use it for making coffee, but I generally drink bottled water from Iceland right now. That's smart. And I I highly recommend everybody, if they can afford it, to drink spring water. Uh, Because, uh, you know, even even like if you have like a reverse osmosis machine, that strips all the good nutrients from water. So that's not good. Uh, And most bottled waters uh, that that claim that they're filtered come from cities that are fluoridated. And you can't Mm -hmm. get so. I, yeah, I've looked into actually what's in the water. And then we saw the uh, the issue of I don't even want to name the brand, but it had uh, some contaminants in it that are naturally occurring in the in the rock of the aquifer. People don't realize that it doesn't mean it's necessarily at toxic levels. What does fluoride do to the body? Let's be very clear, because the listeners are going to turn the show off the minute. We don't tell them what they want to hear, which is why is it why is it dangerous? Why is it dangerous? Well, first of all, fluoride is the ionized form of fluorine. And I know that you know this, Dr. Savage. Uh, It is the most reactive element on the entire periodic table. Wow. Even more reactive than uranium. So let's think about this. Okay. Wow. So and and it's highly electronegative. So it 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 binds, it never exists by itself in nature. It always binds to something. I got it. So fluoride that's added to our water supply is not naturally occurring calcium fluoride. And people need to realize that, that no matter what their dentist says, calcium fluoride is poorly absorbed by our bodies. So that's good because once you get fluoride in your body, only half of it actually comes out through our urine. The other half stays in our bones and and all of our calcified tissues. So this is not good because it means it's in your body for life and it's almost impossible to get out. Oh my God. So- but the fluoride that's added to all of the water supplies in this country is a silico fluoride. It's hydrofluorosilicic acid. It's a waste product from the fertilizer industry. Oh, how nice. Yeah. And most of it comes from Florida, but some actually comes from Mexico and other countries. But basically, it's it's brought in with big old 18-wheeler trucks, and they dump it into our water supplies. And it's so toxic, Michael, so toxic that the EPA will not allow this stuff to be dumped into our landfills or vaporized into our air. Wait, wait, wait. But they let it be put into our municipal water supplies? That's the uh, that's the uh, that's the question, right? Why? How? Well, How why? It's a lobbyist, lobbyist, the fluoride peddlers. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for it in the water. No. But, no you know, reason. there's no uh, listen, doctor, there's no outcry against fluoride right now. It's like one of the least important issues in America. No one even knows what it is that's in the water, nor do they care. Nobody seems to even know what fluoride is, how it got there, why it's there, what the dangers are. And there's no movement in the 50s. There was a huge movement from the right wing in this country against fluoride. Yeah. These were the same people who were pushing the use of vitamins and other other uh, nutrients, which are now used, which are being banned in super socialist countries like New Zealand. Yeah, they're banning nutritional supplements again. So it's amazing to me how the left, which poses as an environmentally sensitive uh, wing of the government, is actually phenomenally the opposite. Yes. Why is the left screaming about fluoride? That's a great question. Uh, And in fact, you know, I call this the great failed experiment of over 70 years now. Um, 
This, you know, if you think about this, um, pro-fluoridationists and most dentists will tell you, oh, stop it. It's a nutrient. It's like iodine that's added to salt or vitamin C that's added to orange juice or vitamin D that's added to milk. But what they fail to tell you is those are essential nutrients. Mm-hmm. Fluoride is not. It's not needed for any process in the human body. No one's ever going to die from a lack of fluoride. So who so- came up with this idea that we should put it in a water supply? simply to prevent cavities. Who came up with that idea? (laughs) Well, if you really want to get into it, I would say uh, all the steel manufacturers like Alcoa. Why? Um, They had a huge problem with fluoride being a byproduct in manufacturing steel. They had to get rid of this. The they byproduct. had to get rid of it. And they knew that they weren't allowed to dump it in the ground. It's so toxic that the EPA today will not permit it to be buried in the ground. Yeah, that's correct. for fear that it would it would destroy the groundwater. Oh, all, yeah, agriculture it'll destroy it. And, oh, and there is, yeah, but not our bodies. Uh, just the not corn. our bodies for some reason. Just corn and lettuce, not our bodies. <laughs> oh, this is serious stuff. What does fluoride do? What's the bad part about it? Man, let's 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 talk about that. So, first of all, it it calcifies our pineal gland, which is where we make melatonin. So our sleep. All of our sleep rhythms, all of our circadian cycles are affected. It lowers thyroid activity, obviously, because fluoride is so powerful. It'll be iodine to our thyroids all day long. And this has been proven. There was a recent study just out of York University in Toronto just a few months ago where they showed that pregnant women who were drinking fluoridated water had had higher risk of thyroid deficiencies and children that, of course, were born with lower IQs. Mm. So it does that. It affects our kidneys. There are there are over 270 studies, published studies showing how badly it affects our kidneys. And of course, our kidneys are what filter fluoride. So there's just so it just goes on and on and on. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have brain impairments now. I mean, that's what all the studies are about now. Right. That's what this whole national toxicology report that just came out was all about, was that we were seeing children born to pregnant women who ingested fluoridated water had lower IQs as high as seven points lower than children who drank from women who did not Hmm. drink fluoridated water. (laughs) So it's a poison in plain English. It's a poison. There's no question. And children are more sensitive to it, obviously, than adults. Well, yeah. And especially baby, you know, baby bottle fed uh, infants. um, The majority of their diet is water. And if these moms can't afford to use spring water, they're using tap water. And if it's fluoridated, a baby's getting 250 times what she or he would get from their mom's natural breast milk. Natural breast milk has about 0.004 milligrams per milliliter of fluoride. So when you take what's in fluoridated water, which is as high as one part per million or as low as 0.7, it's 250 times what they would get if they drank the monster's Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm proud of the way we protect children in their play and on the way to school. We guard them in every way possible against accidents and disease. As a result of fluoridation, our children will be healthier and happier. Are there any municipal water supplies that do not use fluoride in America? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, thank God. Uh, I think it's about, (laughs) you know what it is? It's usually small towns, Michael, most small towns because it's not feasible. Uh, it can cost up to a million dollars a year to add this chemical. Oh, it's expensive too, the junk. Yeah. So yeah. it's a poison. It's a waste product. The manufacturers can't get rid of it and they charge a fortune for it. And right. they have, okay, I got it. So <laughs> it's all money again. It's like, all the, the money. it's like the military industrial complex. So this is the fluoride industrial complex, which is astounding to me. Uh, again, this, this was a big issue in the 50s amongst health food people. Yeah. And then it was dismissed as right wing nuts were worried about it. It sort of died out in the 60s with the Vietnam War. They worried only about the war and it's been forgotten since. How many people do you I mean, not how many. Is there a movement today to eliminate fluoride in municipal water? There is. There is. And in fact, and I you're you're probably aware of this. There is a lawsuit that's been going on now for a few years. Uh, It's the Fluoride Action Network and some other advocacy groups are suing the EPA because they petitioned them several times to take fluoride out of the water. They said, you haven't proven it's safe. We've proven it's not safe. It's time to do your job. And what, so does it do, what does it do to heart patients, fluoride? Well, it has effects on all the organs in the body. So I don't know specifically if okay. a cardiovascular patient would have worse effects than, say, a person uh, that, that had a healthy heart. But just keep in mind that fluoride, remember, it, it reacts with everything. It affects all enzyme systems in the body. So there are enzyme systems that work with our heart. So if it's affecting those, then you're going to have a negative effect on the heart. Good God. But Michael, just to put a, a, a big exclamation point on this about the government. Um, so health and human services, part of their, their committee is this thing called the National Toxicology Program. And the job is to look at all hazardous substances and make sure that we Americans are not exposed to them in high amounts. Right. So here it is, their own group, the National Toxicology Program, reviews all of the studies, and they come out with a report that says, oh my gosh, 52 of the 58 studies that we looked at have concluded, and we concur, brain impairments in babies born to moms who ingested fluoridated water. Now, that report is supposed to come out last year. We had to... This group had to force it with a court subpoena to get it out. Guess who wanted to block it? Health and Human Services. Their own committee that does this didn't want this to get out. So they were lobbied by the fluoride criminals. The fluoride industrial complex lobbied them to block it, just like the military industrial complex lies about the Ukraine war to sell more weapons and put the poor Ukrainians into the meat grinder for the reasons that uh, we all know to be nightmarish. What about cancer? Fluoride and cancer. Any links? Yeah. Well, uh, Dr. Dean Burke years ago. Gosh, I remember him. Yeah. I remember him. I think it was in the early seventies or maybe even before, maybe um, even earlier where he absolutely showed a, uh, a, a connection between drinking fluoridated water and higher cancer rates. And mm-hmm. of course he was, you know, he was 
he was blasted and said, oh, that's that's nonsense. But he had a lot of science behind him. But there was a link. There was a link. Again, remember, if you're affecting all the enzyme systems in our body, enzymes are what make all the reactions occur, no matter what it is, metabolism, whatever you're doing, digestion, everything, all of your systems have enzyme reactions. Fluoride negatively affects all those reactions. Jesus. Well, it seems to me that the forces of corruption are so rampant in America today that the fluoridation or the unfluoridation of water is probably the, low, the, the lowest on the priority scale. I don't see any movement. I'm the only one that I know of in the podcast world. Is anyone talking about this? Am I the only one who called I, on you? <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I run in circles where that's all we talk about is things like this and mercury and fillings and all that. All right. So, so a lot of biologic dentists and, as you mentioned, a lot of physicians that are wise, um, we know about this and we talk about this and we fight and I lecture on it and I do everything I can. Uh, but you're right. Uh, as far as a, a large grassroots movement, uh, it's, it's just not existent yet, uh, but it's coming. If this lawsuit goes the way it should go, the EPA will be forced to stop fluoridation and that'll be the end of it. So we're praying that this judge and the whole process goes as who, it should. Who's, who's suing who? Your group so, suing the EPA? You know, so it's the Fluoride Action Network. That, that's the largest group that, oh. that, that has. Yeah, they, they have a ton of science on this. Them and several advocacy groups are suing the EPA. Wait, Fluoride Action Network. Where are yeah. they located? I mean, so on you can find them online at fluoridealert.org. Mm-hmm. And they're run by Dr. Paul Conant and his son, Michael Conant is the lawyer that's involved in this lawsuit. FluorideAlert.org. Dot org. Got it. And who are the folks running it? Uh, Paul Conant and his son, Michael Conant. C-O-N-N-E-T? E-T-T. Mm-hmm. Where are they located? Uh, so uh, Paul Conant, and I think they are in the Northeast. Interesting. Yeah. So they're suing the EPA yeah. to force them to declare what fluoride a toxin. That's that's correct. To get it out of the water supplies. Because, Michael, as I said, you can go online right now, go do a PubMed search, and you're going to find hundreds and hundreds of, of peer-reviewed, valid, published studies showing how bad fluoride is for our bodies. And we don't need to be drinking it. If well, the reason I'm it, doing this podcast is because I, all the years I was in the health movement and the health industry, and then uh, my best friends were great medical doctors who went to the best of medical schools. They wouldn't drink fluoridated water. They tell me just absolutely screws up your body on every every imaginable level, every level you could imagine. So, you know, most people can't afford bottled water. Then you get into the issue of how pure is bottled water, which you mentioned earlier. So you have that problem. Then people put in water filters on their sinks, which strip it out of all all minerals, which is bad as well. Yep. People should understand soft water is not good for them. Correct. That's correct. Soft water means denuded of all minerals. That's right. Right. And, and what is the reason that soft water is deadly or useless or harmful? Well, I wouldn't say it's useless. It's great if you're cleaning your body, right? I mean, you always have sort of that feeling like, did I get all the soap off? Because the water is so soft. And so your skin actually appreciates that. But you're uh, right. It is void of a lot of essential minerals that we need. So calcium, magnesium come yeah. to mind. Aren't you from San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. So back in 2010, you may remember um, water engineers there added some of this hydrofluorosilicic acid, 
let's just call it the waste product from the fertilizer industry to the water supply, to the soft water supply in San Francisco. And it lowered the pH from nine, which is alkaline, to less than 7.5. It was so dangerous. They had to immediately add caustic soda. It made national news, but just for a second. And that's, by the way, that's called an overfeed. And there, every city that's ever fluoridated has had an overfeed at some point where, where their machines mess up or the engineers mess up and more fluoride is dumped in the water on an acute dose. And it's very harmful. Anyone listening to this, to this podcast, who's concerned about, gee, does my municipal water have fluoride? They can pretty much assume it does. That's number (laughs) one. But you could ask your local water supply to send you, they have to, by law, a a complete list of all, uh, I wouldn't say contaminants, let us say all uh, ingredients or what their water supply contains, right? Well, and to add to your comment, I would use the word contaminants, actually, Michael, because if you look at this fluorosilicic acid that we're talking about, it is it is also contaminated with arsenic. Nice. There's, there, yeah, there's cadmium. Oh, good. Cesium. There's all kinds of other things that are very toxic to the body. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And as a result of this 10-year study, the decay rate for children from 5 to 10 years of age in Grand Rapids has gone down 63%. I was happy to know of the careful control that was kept on this study and the scientific methods used and the wonderful result obtained with complete safety. I'm glad that my children have had the benefit of fluoridation of our water. Does fluoride do anything good for the body? No. no. I mean, honestly, if you want to argue that if you apply it topically, it has an anti-carrigenic effect. I wouldn't argue that. It does have an antibacterial effect topically applied. Because it kills everything. Yeah. And it also changes the collagen makeup of enamel. See, most dentists won't tell you that. They'll say, uh, oh, it alters the enamel, makes it stronger. No, it doesn't. It actually makes it more brittle. Oh, boy. So it may be resistant to bacteria, <laughs> but what does it do to the actual structure of the enamel? It makes you want to run and live in the woods and with your own natural <laughs> spring water. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I, I have a property north of San Francisco, which has a, a year round underground spring. And I had it. I had it analyzed by the local well, a local company, not the, the county. And it's pure on every level except for E. coli, which is as a result of animal runoff. So that water has to be filtered or chlorine has to be added to it in order to eliminate the uh, E. coli. You can almost, you know, even spring water can be very deadly if it's That's running right. out. Of- but you, you just make another great point. Because pro-fluoridationists will say this. They'll say, listen, we add chlorine to the water. It's the same thing as adding fluoride. No, it's not. 
Chlorine is actually added to make the water potable, right? To make us to yes. where we can drink it. Yes. Fluoride is a medication that's added. Mm. So chlorine per se in a very minute dose, uh, minute amounts is not as toxic as fluoride. Correct. Not even close. Not even close. But it too is uh, worrisome or not chlorine? Well, I mean, at high levels for sure. You no, know, I mean, I'm minute. I'm talking minuscule. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's fine for that. It's it's doing its job. Our bodies can handle it. Plus, we metabolize it well, and we can excrete it. We can. Remember? It's it's water soluble. Correct. So so, and here's the other misnomer, or the uh, honestly, I would say downright lie about f- water fluoridation. Pro fluoridationists will tell you that yes, we know it comes from the fertilizer industry. But all fluorides, including these silico fluorides, will dissociate in the water the same way. And that is absolutely false. Silico fluorides do not dissociate in the water. And not only that, Michael, calcium fluoride, which is naturally occurring fluoride, okay, is not readily absorbed, meaning our body is smart. It, it kind of knows, let's not hold on to this. Let's get rid of it. But the lethal dose of calcium fluoride, natural fluoride, is like 3,700 milligrams per kilogram. Oh, that's okay? fair. So, so it's high. very, very high. Yeah. The lethal dose of silico fluorides, 125 milligrams per kilogram. It's that 30 toxic. times less. It's that more lethal. Which compound is that more is more lethal? Say it the, again. The silico fluorides, the stuff that is put in our water supply. Is 100 times more toxic than? Way more than that. It's it, 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 it has a lethal dose that's 30 times lower than what calcium fluoride is. And again, remember, our bodies... We can take in calcium fluoride, we absorb a tiny bit, we get rid of the rest. Silico fluorides get in our body, half of it stays in our body. So how do we, last question, this is fascinating, by the way, I hope people really relate to this the way, you know, we start a new movement for you. Yeah. Uh, how do they reach you, by the way? we got to make sure this goes right at the top. How do oh, we- they can, uh, you know what, I, I, I sold my dental practice two years ago, and I am now focused on this movement, I'm focused on actually consulting with patients on their on their treatment plans. I work with other dentists and I teach ozone therapy. So they can reach me directly at my email, which is Griffin Cole, G-R-I-F-F-I-N-C-O-L-E at yahoo.com. Good. Yep. Okay. How would someone find out which cities or towns have the, have no fluoride in them? Is there a list? Yeah, you can go. Uh, in fact, go to that website that we mentioned earlier, fluoridealert.org. Wait, I, I, oh, fluoridealert.org. Fluoridealert.org. Got it. Go to that one. And, and, and you can just look it up in their, in their search bar and they'll tell you. But I can tell you this. It's nearly 80% of water um, treatment plants in this country are fluoridated. So nearly 80%. Yeah, but I want to know which 20% aren't, I would exactly. imagine. Uh, what are well, they, mainly mainly sort of conservative communities? Yeah, and smaller towns, again, because of the because of the financial reasons. So they don't even do it for health reasons. They don't want to buy it. It's too expensive. They don't want to buy it. It's a way to save money. Dr. Griffin Cole, you know, you're a, a pioneer in this. And I'm surprised that I'm the only one in the media who's actually, is there anyone else in the media interested in the fluoride issue? Do you know who's who who is actually talking about it and publishing stuff is Epic Times. Oh, I love them. But I mean, Epic I, Times. any name people in the in the podcast world? No, you're it. I mean, maybe I mean, maybe I would like to think that Joe Rogan is. That's what I was going to say. The great Joe Rogan hasn't called you yet. Well, you know, it's funny. So I'm from Austin. I now live in Colorado, but I was in Austin for 30 years practicing. And he moved to Austin like the year after I left. And I'm like, oh. I thought Joe uh, Rogan's the genius who talks to the greatest people on earth. They never called me. 
Well, yeah, they did. Listen, I, what I mean, they called you? No, well, yeah, I no. Joe has not called me. No, no Rogan's was, people refuse to respond to my people. Why? Competition. Oh, I mean, he can't wrestle. He can wrestle with people who he can wrestle with. Yeah, maybe, but, he's af- maybe he's afraid I can outmaneuver him. You know, well, even listen, my- I first started listening to you in 1993, my first year as a dentist. That's when I started. Yeah. And I've been listening for years. And uh, obviously, I, I like 99 percent of what you said. <laughs> well, if, if you said 100 percent, I'd be calling the psychiatrist. Right. Too. Exactly. Uh, this is wonderful stuff. Um, I'm glad that I'm still able to uh, knock them out of the park with such important topics because of guests like you. And by the way, Dr. Cole, you were hard to find. We started months ago. I told Karen, who works for me, find an expert on fluoride. And there yeah. weren't many. Oh. And you're the only one who was out there who she said is very articulate oh, and is nice. reputable, incidentally. I appreciate that. Listen, if you were to Google my name, though, you're going to find YouTube Correct. videos for the last 30 years on this. I mean, I've been lecturing and talking about this, fighting this for 30 years. So um, so I, I take it you're not invited to the White House uh, Christmas party. No, never. Joe Biden hasn't invited you in. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Hunter hasn't called you to help no, him with, no, that, with his medical issues. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Sorry. No. Well, again, thank you, Dr. Cole. It's a pleasure to meet such intelligent, committed, and it's such an intelligent, committed individual such as yourself. Let's hope we are both not committed by the federal <laughs> government. Thanks, Dr. Cole. Not. Thank a you. Pleasure. Doctor. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank wait, wait. Hold it before you go. We encourage everyone to go to fluoridealert.org. And to contact Dr. Griffin Cole, how? At my website, which is G-R-I-F-F-I-N-C-O-L-E at Yahoo.com. Griffin Cole at Yahoo.com. There you go. Griffin Cole at Yahoo.com. Ya- Yahoo. Thank you, Griffin Cole at Yahoo.com. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your hard work. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.